1: It's time for the Your Personal Bank Show with Ferentz Toth, financial literacy educator and speaker, entrepreneur, and chairman of the board of a Bank Information. Take charge of your financial future with your personal bank. Now, here's Ferris Toth.
2: Welcome to the Your Personal Bank Show. You know, if you've been listening to the show, you know for a while that I've commented on many, many different political issues, current events, things like that. And if you listened to the show last week, you heard I did not speak about... Well, one of the biggest news stories that's occurred in quite some time, and that's the raid on Trump's, you know, residence in Mar-a-Lago, and I did, of course, hear about it before last week's show, and when I first heard about it, frankly, I was in shock. Um, incredul, I was incredulous. I was angry, and I, and frankly, I was so so hot emotionally that I felt like it was best for me to st- take a step back, take a few days, take a week, whatever, and really wait and see how this played out and what was really going on, what was this really about, before I would make comment on it. So if you're expecting me to say something right away, as you many of you know, I like to think about things and think about the reasons behind why things are the way they are. And as far as this raid, the FBI raid on Trump's, personal property, personal residence. And that's what it is. It's a raid. You have 30 FBI agents show up at your house at 530 in the morning, and one of them, including a safe cracker, breaks into your safe. That can't be defined any other way than a raid. It seems now that the FBI overreached by a long shot. It clearly seems politically motivated. Other political... People like Hillary Clinton, who did things that were, frankly, even more substantial, weren't treated with the same approach. A subpoena would have been probably sufficient if they were looking for the records. But what really, really boils down to where I think they really – well, two things where I think they dropped the ball big time is justice is supposed supposed to be blind, and it's not being exercised equally here. See, I think if you whether you agree or disagree with Trump, whether you like Trump or not or his policies or anything else for that matter any reasonable person has to conclude that the FBI and the Justice Department are not treating people equally. We can use many many examples. You know, the Hunter Biden laptop has far more damaging evidence about Joe Biden and laws being broken. And nothing's being done. Trump gets raided. The January 6th protesters are being treated far more harshly than the Antifa protesters were. And the Antifa committed far more damages. Actually, more people died on those riots. And that's what they were. They were riots. When you loot and burn, it's a riot. Okay? No other definition applies. So it's those kinds of things that draws the frustration and anger of every fair-minded person, irregardless of where your political position is or what beliefs are or who you who, who you um, follow or whatever and so that's I, I think that's the core heart of this and so the biggest thing I think that's happening as a result of all this is the FBI, in my opinion, just reelected Trump. And let me finish by—I've heard some people saying this, but I believe this to be true. We will certainly see in a couple of years. But one of the reasons I see that is most Americans are pretty fair-minded. And they see when they see injustice and unfairness, they can recognize it for what it is. And um, <laughs> most people tend to hate and abhor injustice. And that's what this is, not being treated fairly. I have been very open and honest for several years on this radio show that I have not been a fan personally of Donald Trump. I've supported him, his policies, absolutely. I am a big fan. And I supported him both in 2016. To a lesser degree, he was saying the right things, but, you know, he was un- untested, untested did not really know what he was going to do supported him more strongly in 2020 for the for the reason that that unlike most politicians he actually did most of what he said he was going to do that was refreshing and many of his positions and policies i supported anyone who's fiscally responsible supports those positions our economy certainly was far stronger far better uh, our borders were more secure um, there's many, many things that, you know, more people were making more money. It was just – it was a good situation, and many of those things were – could be attributed to the Trump policies. We're in a different situation, rapidly changing economy, inflation, a historical 40-year highs, uh, all these – you know, we got got op- open borders. We've got – uh foreign policy disasters all over the place. We've got a federal government that's pushing an agenda of green energy, despite the fact, irregardless of whether it's viable or not, economically viable or not. And so we have a far different situation right now. So I supported them because of that. And frankly, uh, many people are asking me this. uh, In recent months, uh, favored Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida. I like his approach; his policies are very similar, and I liked his approach better, his communication style better. But the fact that the federal bureaucracy, the Democratic Democratic Party, the establishment types, even in the Republican Party, the establishment, if you will, is so. Against this isn't my words. This is their stating that John, Trump cannot allow to be president under any circumstances. That's a quote by them, and they consistently and constantly attack him because he is a threat. The reason they're attacking him so strongly is because he is a threat to their establishment, to their to their livelihood. Even you see. There, we've seen many, many examples, you know, uh, Nancy Pelosi's a, a famous example of, of becoming fabulously wealthy through insider trading. You know, mm-hmm. her and her husband have traded stocks based on inside information, legislation, and contacts that she have. That's, there's no argument there. She's even herself now coming out saying that she's, she'll, she's willing to support a, a ban on trading stocks while in being in Congress, finally, after much pressure uh another great example that people many aren't maybe not so familiar with liz cheney you know when she became a congressperson for wyoming about 6 years ago she was worth approximately 7 million dollars today she's estimated to be worth about 40 million dollars in 6 years so in 6 years she's tripled more than tripled her net worth how do you increase your net worth by over 5 million dollars a year by being a representative from Wyoming. Now, I'm not saying she's doing anything illegal per se. Unethical? You could say that. Taking advantage of her position? Probably. And unfortunately, it's very rampant out there. It's very common. So I do hope that this effort does go through in terms of uh, barring politicians, congresspeople, for example, uh, bureaucrats leading, in, you know, leading different departments and stuff, not being allowed to trade stocks, for example. That's a step in the right direction. But what what I've said all along is, if you want to understand why something is the way it is, the thing to do is follow the money. And I just shared a couple examples of that. And you know, the Bidens, Biden family is very famous for trading, trading uh, influence for money. They're not the only ones. But Far from it. And Donald Trump's pledge to drain the swamp is the biggest threat these people have. And I, I've only just talked about some of the elected politicians. The, the bureaucrats are just as bad, if not worse, the unelected officials. In fact, you can take an example. I always said if you want to follow someone who just was touting vaccine, vaccine, vaccines, for example— and then you find, you find out more about their financial situation. And then you understand why they tout that. I mean, this is public record. Dr. Fauci was given a $1 million quote-unquote award by the pharmaceutical industry. Now, why do you think they did that? That was public record. Should he have been allowed even to give, be given that and accept that? Some, some would say that's against the rules. But that's the type of thing we're talking about and what we're dealing with. I shared a few shows ago where Janet Granholm, our current energy secretary, who when you listen to her, she sounds like a robot that repeats herself, electric cars, electric cars, electric cars. That's about the only thing you ever hear her come out of her mouth. She should be a, frankly, her job should be a spokesperson for an electric car company. Well, again, a few months ago, this is public record, she traded in something like $1.5 million of stock options of an electric car company when gas hit $5 a gallon nationally on average, all-time highs. And you wonder why somebody like that touts and focuses on electric cars constantly. You see, it's not quote-unquote illegal for her to do that. But here's where the problem lies, and this is the problem of the basic establishment. Her job as energy secretary is supposed to direct energy policy for this country for the benefit of the citizens of this country. If her allegiance is to electric cars and, frankly, nothing else, then is she really going to do her job effectively and represent our best interests? And clearly, we see this over and over and over again to not be the case. So this whole thing with the raid is not about... What it's about is the establishment is threatened by Trump because if he gets reelected, he, like no other person, is probably a bigger threat to them in terms of draining the swamp, turning, changing the situation, firing these people that have these cushy positions that are making them rich, frankly, and he's threatening their very livelihood. It's like if somebody was coming after your career or your business, would you fight back? And that's pretty obvious, the answer. So it's not a surprise why they're fighting him so hard. The problem is these people need to be stopped. This needs to happen. And so I personally hope and pray and support John uh, uh, Donald Trump, and I hope he does get reelected and he does finally follow through on his original promise of draining the swamp and getting rid of those people. If you want assistance and help on how to navigate this economic tsunami that we're in,
1: contact me at yourpersonalbank.com. For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact Ference at YourPersonalBank.com. Back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ference Toth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank
2: Show. One last thing I want to bring up, one last point on this raid the FBI did on the Trump uh, residence is the threat that this now presents to the rest of us. In other words, the establishment, as I stated earlier, are willing to do just about anything, and I mean anything, to protect their cushy positions, their ability to, well, become rich, okay, and have power and control and money. In fact, one of the former CIA directors, I forget the name at the moment, recently even came out and stated publicly that he thought that Trump should be executed. Folks, I don't know how much stronger you can get than that. I mean, that's eliminating your political opponents. And you've heard a lot of people going around bandying about, you know, that's that's what – Banana republics do yes, that's what dictatorships do to their uh political um, enemies. That is the level of corruption that we now have in our federal bureaucracy. The good news from all of this, like I said, I get one thing said. If they're willing to go after the president, I mean, they Twitter shut him down when he was the act- sitting president of the United States. And now the Justice Department and FBI are willing to raid the home of the former president, which has never happened in the history of our country, ever. You have former CIA directors even publicly stating he should people like him should be executed. Okay, that gives you an idea of the level of again corruption the willingness to, the willing to do anything to protect their turf so to speak protect their 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 money so the good news from all this though is a lot of people have been woken up by a lot of the actions that the current administration has made this is beyond the pale this is beyond politics this is literally freedom Life and death, even some of this stuff. It, the ability to live your life, okay? And these what people are—they are so hell bent on on con- maintaining control power. They're willing to do anything. They're despots. I, I don't know how else to put it. And their, their their actions are showing how corrupt they really are. And you know, we still have elections and this is encouraging i i think and this is this has come out too that they even realize how far they went too far went to a bridge too far they screwed up and this is bad and it's upset people greatly and it, as it should it should so there's i think a reckoning coming and again i've said this many many times whoever gets in charge of the administration next time needs to absolutely clean house and that's why I now hope and pray and support Trump that he gets back in there, that he does run and then wins. And if he does, he absolutely, completely and totally cleans house because that's exactly what needs to happen with this federal bureaucracy. That's the biggest risk we have to our freedoms, folks, going forward. And let me give you a few more examples. For example, inflation. Latest study is costing the average Americans uh seven hundred and seven a month. I'm sorry, seven seven hundred seventeen a month. In other words, over seven hundred dollars a month is costing in food and housing and things like that, which is the highest increase in decades, obviously, in over forty years. That that is, you know, it might as well be a tax, if you will, right? It's extra cost that's being imposed on literally everyone. And for folks who have less or earn less, this increase impacts them even more. So it this is not good. And, and, again, the reasons behind this are the policies that our current administration have and our current Federal Reserve have had. Our government, it's doing it to us. Again, we've stated over and over again. By reducing energy supply. It's not its not rocket science. It's not political. It's economics 101. It's basics. Supply and demand. You reduce supply, you increase demand. You increase the price. And unfortunately, no matter how far your head's in the clouds, this country is run on oil. It is. The technology is not there for green energy and will not be realistically for decades it is not there to run this economy the way it is the way we so the bottom line is prices are going to go up it costs people more money it hurts economically and then we've got this bill that got passed recently this uh i i if you listen to the show a couple of weeks ago i strongly encourage people to notify their congresspersons and and sen- you know senators to vote against The Inflation Reduction Act. Unfortunately, that effort failed. And every Democrat voted for it. Every Republican voted against it. And so it was a 50-50 tie in the Senate. And Kamala Harris broke the tie. And now we will have higher taxes on every tax bracket, every income bracket. And they are increasing the budget for the IRS, not double, two and a half times, folks. In fact, the IRS is going to have a, they're talking about now being in the ability to hire 87,000 new IRS agents. And they have targets of how much more money that they want to increase the, um, how much collections they receive in taxes. Folks, they say they're not going to go after the middle class and small business owners. Folks, the math doesn't work. Forget the politics. Again, it goes back to math. They could go after the high-income earners all they want. They can go after the folks that are earning over 400000 and more all they want. There isn't enough money to hit the targets that they're talking about hitting. In other words, even the Congressional Budget Office has stated that middle-class and lower-income Americans will be impacted by this with more audits and higher taxes. Okay. The only, and I mean the only, uh, group that will not have higher taxes, and this is from the Joint Committee on Taxation. This is from the from Congress themselves. It's the folks earning between ten and thirty thousand a year. That's it. Even folks earning less than ten grand a year are going to have a tax increase. That's how bad this bill is. We have historic inflation. We have a recession and the and the response for our government democrats i should say the democrats is let's raise taxes and hire more irs agents to collect more why why in the world no anyone with any common sense understands any economic common sense just the very very basics understands you don't raise taxes during a recession and you don't raise taxes when inflation is at 40 year highs so why in the world, why in the world would they do this? Well, folks, clearly it's not for economic reasons. It's not for even logical reasons. It's not even for re-election le- uh, reasons, which is, which is uh, crazy. It's, there, there's an agenda here, folks. There's an agenda. And what I'm going to encourage you to do, stay tuned in the next segment, I'm going to share— some of those reasons why, why in the world they would do something like this. Now, if you want to learn how to navigate this situation in this higher tax environment we're going forward, create tax-free bucket of money. Contact me at yourpersonalbank.com because guess what? Your personal bank does that. Again, yourpersonalbank.com.
1: For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact parents at yourpersonalbank.com. Back to the Your Personal Bank Show
2: with Ference Tooth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show. And the last segment I was talking about this Inflation Reduction Act that just got passed. And this was, of course, voted along party lines. The Democrats all voted for it, Republicans all voted against it. And the reasons are quite simple. This Inflation Reduction Act, according to multiple studies, multiple economists, and even the own Joint Committee on Taxation, which is the Congress's own committee, determined this does not raise taxes. I'm sorry, does not impact inflation in any way, does not reduce inflation. Even Bernie Sanders st- stood and stated before voting for it that it did not reduce inflation. Okay? So I don't think there's any argument from any reasonable or credible person that this Inflation Reduction Act is going to reduce inflation. So it's a joke. It will, according to the Congressional Budget Office and the Joint Committee on Taxation and the Wharton Business School and Wall Street Journal and others, will raise taxes on literally everyone. Okay? The other thing it'll do is it more than doubles, something like two and a half times increases the budget for the IRS. Something like $80 billion is going to go to the IRS, and they're talking about ra- uh, hiring 87,000 new agents. And the IRS, excitedly, already getting ready to hire new agents, has stated that um, to uh, for candidates to work for them, they must be willing to use firearms and use deadly force. Then the IRS comes around and says, oh, we're not going to increase audits on anybody. We won't target anyone, although they have a history of proven history of targeting conservative groups. And you wonder why people are concerned. See, I find it interesting how so many liberals, Democrats, and and those in the government establishment are so against Second Amendment rights and guns. Do you realize that the IRS has over 5 million rounds of ammunition? Right now as we speak, they're one of the largest agencies with one of the largest uh, stockpiles, of guns and ammunition in the country. Uh, the Our federal government has spent, I think, something along the lines of $2 trillion over the last few decades on ammunition and and firearms. See, they don't have any problem with firearms and ammunition. The problem they have is who's it's, whose hands it's in. See, they want control, folks. They want power. If you haven't figured that out yet... You've been living under a rock, okay? You need to wake up and smell the coffee. No offense, but that's what it boils down to. Now, here's something that's kind of funny. I haven't heard anything else. Oh, I, I i promise I'm going to share why in the world, why did the Democrats vote to a person for this Inflation Reduction Act, which has been shown by everyone to not reduce inflation and to increase taxes? Even their own studies show that. Why would they raise taxes during a recession and 40-year and high inflation? Any, again, any basic economics any uh, economics 101, you don't do that. Any common sense tells you you don't do that. I have a theory: It was no secret that a year and a half or so ago when the Democrats took over this, the uh, House and the Senate and the presidency. We heard so many times from them. They wanted to fundamentally transform this country, fundamentally change. They want they had huge plans about these things that they wanted to do to change. And they set about doing that with their energy policies and everything else that they're doing. And ba- And what has happened over the past year is the majority, the vast majority, some studies show upwards of 85% plus of Americans, all Americans, believe this country is headed in the wrong direction. In other words, nearly everyone has fundamentally rejected their fundamental change. And guess what? They're elitists. They think they are right. They think they're smarter than the rest of us. They're angry. This is my theory. This is my opinion. They know they're in for a shellacking at the midterms. You can't have these low approval ratings, historic low approval ratings, Historic low polling numbers. They know they're going to get creamed in the midterms. And I firmly believe and hope and pray they get creamed even harder than they think. that Because they need a message. They need to be sent a message by the American people. They need to be replaced. That's probably the only message that will actually sink through their thick skulls. My point is this. They know this is coming. And they're angry that we rejected them. So it's kind of like sticking the middle finger at America and saying, you know what? You didn't accept our plans and our approach, so guess what we're going to do? We're going to raise taxes on you, and as a parting shot, we're going to hire a mess of IRS agents to chase you for the next several decades and make you pay more. I think it's their way of sticking it to us. Again, it's a theory. It's my opinion, but I don't think I'm far off the mark. If you want to learn how to navigate this economic uh, tsunami Higher taxes that are coming thanks to the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. Contact me at toll-free 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. Again, 866-268-4422.
1: For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact parents at yourpersonalbank.com. Back to the Your Personal Bank Show
2: with Ference Tooth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show. And as I started the show, if you missed it, I started talking about the real reasons behind this FBI raid on the Trump residents. You know, they're using a lot of excuses. They're saying it's about records, nuclear codes, all this other stuff. And the reality is the establishment, the bureaucracy, of the federal government in particular, both elected and unelected officials, have been going after Trump from day one. If you remember, the day he announced he was going to run for office, shortly thereafter, the FBI started spying on his can- on his uh, his campaign. They rushed a hoax. They went after him on that. They've gone after him for uh, taxes. They've gone after him for anything that you can think of. Now they've raided his house, hoping... Hoping to get something, some dirt on them, something that'll stick, because Trump is an extent is a threat to the establishment. The establishment is there, and I'm talking about both Democrats and Republicans, establishment types, and many most of the bureaucracy. The bureaucracy may be the worst. Most many of them, what we've come to find out, are not there to represent the people and do the job. They were do their job. They're there to take care of themselves and enrich themselves. And if Trump drains the swamp, as he threatened to do in his first term, I I wish he had, I wish he had, but if he comes back and does it now, their very livelihood is threatened. It's like somebody coming after your job or your business. You're going to be defensive. You're going to go on the attack. And that's what they're doing. So it's not a surprise. They're not going to stop. The good news of all this is, is more and more people are realizing the fundamental unfairness of all this. And as they play their hand, they overstep their hand, the, the terms I've used is crossing the Rubicon. If you, if you follow your, your history, I'm a big history buff. In, uh, Roman, in uh, Roman days, the Rubicon River is a river that runs across northern Italy. And the and the and the, it, the Roman Empire it wasn't an empire yet; it was still a republic, and the Senate was based, it, was in charge. And they would have generals that would, you know, be in charge of these legions and be very successful. But the the rule was, you a general was not supposed to cross his army was not supposed to cross the Rubicon River, because if you did, that was considered treason. Because the Senate understood that a popular general like a Julius Caesar with an army, was a direct threat to their power. And, of course, Julius Caesar was first to cross the Rubicon and then was became the first emperor of Rome. And Rome changed from a republic to an empire. It's a significant event. And raiding the, the home of a former president, the FBI doing that, something that's never been done before, is like crossing the Rubicon. In other words, this bureaucracy, this administration, these, uh, these establishment types, these never-Trumpers are hell-bent, dead-set. Their own statements are he, un, he must not return to office under any circumstances. We've heard even recently a former CIA director state that Trump should be executed. That is the level uh, fanatic fanaticism. The, the, these people have the corruption level that they have. The the you know power. i say absolute power corrupts absolutely. That's the the level of darkness and evil that lies in these, many of these people's hearts. And the good news of all this is, their actions are re- making people more and more people realize this, whether they like Trump or not. He, he is being treated fundamentally fundamentally unfairly. The system of justice that this country is supposed to be founded upon, that justice is blind, has gone totally out the window when it comes to Trump and, and many conservatives and people affiliated with him. And it's becoming clearer and clearer and clearer and more and more obvious. And the good news about all this is more and more people are realizing this, and I believe they're going to get a shellacking. And as I stated earlier, I think this— I think this latest um, law that they just passed, you know, to hire 80, 87,000 new IRS agents and raise taxes on everyone, the Inflation Reduction Act, Act, is nothing more than just a big middle finger to America because we didn't, we didn't go along with the elite's plans for us, that, the way that they wanted to fundamentally reshape America in their their vision. And they're angry and they're upset. And the good news about all this is, I believe, is we will see some fundamental change, and a lot of that will be them gone. And that's what we need to do is clear them out. You'll Look, you had 50 rep, uh, Democrats vote for raising taxes during an inflation and 40-year high uh, – during a recession and 40-year high inflation. Any person that was involved in voting for that should be thrown out of office. They should be voted out, plain and simple. We will not forget this. So – for example, Mark Kelly, I'm in Arizona, our Democratic senator who's up for re-election this year. He needs to be voted out. Blake Masters, I've had him on the show, interviewed him a couple of times. He's the represent he's the Republican representative, he's for lower taxes, cons- uh, f- fiscal conservative, all that kind of good stuff, a business guy, supported by Trump. We need to support him and get rid of Mark Kelly. We need to get rid of people that are willing to raise taxes on the average American, all income levels, during a recession. That is just not right. I'm sorry. There's no two ways about it. That is not right. Plus, if that's not enough incentive for you, the House Ways and Committee chairperson, Richard Neal, Democrat in the Senate, I believe he's in the Senate. I apologize. He's the Ways and, and Means Committee chairman. That's one of the big uh, committees. He has stated that. He, he's come out and stated it. Folks, these Democrats aren't hiding the plans anymore. He stated, look, if the Democrats ma- maintain Congress in 2023, they plan to re- increase taxes again. Folks, these current Democrats that we have in office or at this point, are are nothing more than one trick ponies all they want to do is tax more and spend more because they gain more power and they gain more it benefits them personally i shared many examples and it's not no secret where you have people that go into office you take a liz cheney for example even who was worth 7 million dollars 6 years ago when she became a congressperson from wyoming she's a republican a rhino, many call her. She's worth $40 million today, six years later. Why? Okay? There's so many examples of this, you know, with Nancy Pelosi and her husband about stock market trading. In fact, here's another Democratic rep, Kathy Manning, scooped up thousands in chip company stock one day before voting to pass the CHIPS Act, which was money to support uh, chip companies. You know these people should not be allowed to do this stuff. It benefits them personally, but doesn't. They're not. They're supposed to be representatives, elected representatives, particularly bureaucrats that are point appointed. Are supposed to be representing the American public too, and they're not in most cases. They are looking out for their own best interests, plain and simple. Again, that's why Trump is such a threat to them, and by default, those that support Trump. Are a threat, and that's why they're coming. They' doing everything to protect their livelihood. We have a. They are scared to death of getting thrown out of office because guess what? <laughs> Some of them may actually have to go out and work for a living, like the rest of us do. Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> I think it'd be it'd be funny to see. I, I I would love to see that. But it goes it goes on and on. Here's an, another example: the Biden administration is just is now sending another. 5.5 billion more in aid to the Ukraine. Look, I'm not against helping Ukraine. In fact, I'm half Hungarian myself. My home my home family home is 30 miles from the Ukrainian border. I have some distant relatives that live in western Ukraine. I have sympathy for what's going on over there. But I also understand that our country is in no financial position and in no shape excuse me, to be helping anybody. We need to be taking care of ourselves first. We need to stop this reckless spending. We have, we're in a recession. We have all-time high inflation. But why would the administration be sending billions and billions of dollars during that time to support a country, a war halfway around the world? Well, folks, Eisenhower said it. He warned against the industrial, the uh, what is it, the military-industrial complex. Folks, there are many people in Washington, bureaucrats and elected officials, that make big money from endless wars. The sad truth is blood and treasure is, is thrown away as a result of that. I know this. I was in the U.S. Army. I was in the 3rd U.S. Infantry. Thankfully, I didn't have to fight, but I was in the military i served because back then i believed in i believed in what our country stood for and the freedoms it stood for but more recently i've had some real doubts and questions about that in terms of some of these wars that our country's involved with and the reasons why the reasons behind it and they seem to be more about benefiting lining some people's pockets than anything else and I think we got some of this going on, because here's the other part of it. There's no doubt. It's, it, Ukraine was well known as one of the most corrupt countries in the world prior to this. That was no secret. The Biden Biden administration, Biden family themselves have significant contacts and have made millions of dollars from contacts in the Ukraine. That's no secret. So have many others. There's reports out that something like. Some of the top people in the FBI and other bureaucracies also were benefiting tremendously financially, personally, from contacts in Ukraine. Why do they want to keep this going? And where where is all this billions and billions of dollars going? We saw what happened in Afghanistan. Billions and billions of dollars. And then they leave and leave billions of dollars of equipment and stuff and just don't care. And... We've seen studies in Afghanistan where billions of dollars just disappeared and lined people's pockets. Corruption, folks. Corruption. It's it's not a pretty sight, and I hate to say that about it. But again, it's cleaning the clearing the swamp, and it goes back to Trump stating he wants to clean the swamp. And right now, I don't know of anyone else that would be better at that. Because one thing about Trump, and I think this is where they really have messed up. The more they go after them. It's a personality quirk of his. It's obvious. He, he enjoys, he gets energy from the fight. Most people, we don't want to deal with all that. We don't want that headache in our lives. We, we don't want the drama, right? Well, you know, his personality type, like it or hate it, and I personally have never been a fan myself, so I can say this, but you know what? He's a fighter. Nobody can argue with that. And the more they go after him, the more it gives him energy. This guy, I believe, will be the one that could go in there and absolutely and totally clean house of our current federal bureaucracy. You know, when a company is failing, what do you do? Our government is failing on so many levels, it's embarrassing. It, it's, it's 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 terrible. When a company's failing, what do you do? You bring in a turnaround CEO, and you, you clean house. You fire everybody, and you replace them with competent people, and you change the culture. That's what needs to happen with our federal government. More than anything else, the culture needs to be changed. The people that are in charge need to be changed. The incumbents, get rid of them. We have an opportunity to midterms. And if they're Democrat, they all voted for raising taxes on you and me during a recession and 40-year high inflation. Don't forget that when you go in the ballot box. Okay? Don't forget that. The last bit of news I guess I want to share. Well, I'm running out of time. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to get to the next show. So what I will say is this. If you want help in navigating this economic tsunami, higher taxes are coming thanks to this new laws. Contact me at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. Again, 866-268-4422.
1: For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. This show is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information. The presenter and guest on this program do not engage in legal, accounting, or tax advice. Professional advice regarding your situation should be sought if required. Products and writers may have limitations and may not be available in all states. Excessive unpaid loans may affect performance. Distributions may become taxable if not managed properly. Replacements may not be suitable for everyone. There may be charges when replacing coverage. Compare when considering a replacement. Dividend rates and baseline of credit rates may change. Contact yourpersonalbank.com for current rates.